Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Where are we? We're in Sheffield. Uh, I'm at the Steel City. I'm in my new home. And who uh, are you? Uh, I'm Simon Warren, uh, author of 100 Great Cycling Climbs and uh, many other books. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Well, basically now, that's it, we're out. We're out of the city. Out of the city. Let me have a look. We've done 5.3 Ks, already climbed 100 meters. Yes. And we're uh, on the outskirts of Sheffield. So what's the plan, Si? Well, the plan is we're gonna, I'm going to give you a little bit of everything. First off, we're going to do some of these little roads that sort of just hug the edge of the city. So if you come home from work or you just want a quick 20, 30k ride, yeah. you can come and take it to any one of these little climbs without having to go over into the peaks. Um, I say you're out of the city centre. From my door to here is about 10 minutes and it's peaceful, it's quiet. And as you see, a bit further on, the, the views are fantastic. And you feel like you've, you know, been out into the countryside. It's a bit fresh this morning, but the sun's breaking through. Yeah. When I left London earlier on, it was pouring down. So I was thinking, well, what's it going to be like up north? It's much nicer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I left London. <laughs> I thought it would always be cold and raining, because that's what happens in the north. But amazingly, it doesn't every day. I hate this bit of ride, by the way. With cold legs. It always hurts. Yeah, this is horrible. What are we, 8%? Looks like a kilometre straight ahead. Yeah. It's just a blip on the radar, this. Oh, it gets more serious, you mean? Oh, God, yeah. So this is just the warm-up. I should have realised, given that you are Mr. 100 Climbs, that this is how it would start. But uh, how did it all start? How did the 100 Climbs thing begin? I was watching EastEnders one night and just had a, a waking moment that I was doing nothing with my life and wasting my time watching this awful TV show. What were you working as at the time? I was working as an art editor at Amateur Photographer magazine, or deputy as it was at the time. And I loved my job. It was great, but it was, it was pushing buttons. It, was, it wasn't fulfilling me potential, or fulfilling me creative, creatively. I needed something else. And you cycled already? Yes. You raced? I raced right here. 
and I've been riding since the late 80s. I had 10 years off when I first moved to London. What, no riding at all? Hardly. In your 20s? Yes. Same deal. So I left university, I broke my knee at university, which puts paid to my first cycling career because I wasn't prepared to quit drinking and dancing to get fit again. So hit London and it was all about drinking and dancing. And then that turned to nice restaurants and shopping. But when I got to 30, I got bored of all that. Went to Australia, took a bike and got fit again. Came back, started racing. Couple of years, got a first cat, but realized that was my limit. So I couldn't really justify going away, riding 90 mile races and getting my head kicked in. Had a young family. So uh, the other part of it is I needed a reason to ride the bike. Let's go downhill. So you're watching EastEnders? So I'm watching EastEnders. I, I go over to my desk, take out a black sheet of paper, and write down a few of the ideas I've been having. So right, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do one of these. When I've been riding hill climbs as a kid, I'd always been drawn to the names of the climbs, and I'd always imagined this little book, a little black book, with the locations of all the famous climbs in. So that was at the top of my list, and I thought, right, let's do it. So I, I emptied my mind, came up with 74 climbs, you got a sharp right coming up. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. So a blank piece of paper, I put down 74 climbs, well actually put them on the computer. All right, okay, there's 74 climbs. Better make it up to 100. So it took me quite a while. There's a lot of in, out. I wanted some geographical spread. Made sure no matter where you live, there's always one you could get to. Yeah. Otherwise I could have put them all in Yorkshire if I had to. And every area does have its famous yes, climb. Exactly. Bot Hill in the south east, for example. And it's not always, like I said many times, not always the steepest, the longest, the hardest. Climbs get a reputation for various reasons. So I started writing. And, I mean, I've always written a bit, but it's never my trade. And so how long did the first hundred take you to write? It was about a year. Because, you know, I've got a full-time job. Yeah. After all the research, the weekends, holidays, bank holidays. We didn't leave Britain that year. I was in the car with the family. Holidays were waiting in the back of the car for Danny to go up and down a hill. Which way? Right. Up Gorse oh. Lane, it says. Gorse Lane. I attacked this the other day. Don't do it now. Got to keep it chatty pace. I'm on the rivet now, we're only about yeah. 10k in. Yeah, there is no chatty pace at Pindale. Great. It's a uh, tasting blood pace or walking. <laughs> How steep is it? Uh, it's 20% for quite a while. Is it really? Left here. I'm not on the best climbing bike for that. Oh, excuses. I'm already in the uh, biggest sprocket. What have I got left? I've got three left, that's all right. Uh, of course, you always keep something in your back pocket. Exactly. As I'm on the compact, those last two are for emergencies anyway, because if you can't do it on a 39.27, then you shouldn't be going up it. Says 1980s me. Yeah, quite. Uh, two hours on a train is not exactly a good warm-up for this. No. Legs have gone to sleep. Getting the excuses in early. But this is the warm-up part of the ride. This is a, you know, the little lanes, 
outside the city. We turn left soon, and you'll get views back out of the town. Oh, look at that. You know, a few minutes out of the city. We're out, well out of it now. What's a dark cloud. Oh, hang on. It's this usual around here, Si. Yeah, yeah. Better cows than sheep. So if the climbs aren't hard enough around here, you've got to contend with the uh, livestock as well. <laughs> yes. How many you got there? They've got their own pace, don't they? So yeah, the reaction to it. I mean, I remember seeing um, the first 100 Climbs book and it absolutely was one of those things, why didn't someone think of this before? But more than that, because the obvious work that went into it and the detailing of each climb and, you know, immediately I went to the ones that I knew, Box and Leaf Hill and the ones in North Wales where I grew up and, and you described them absolutely spot on. And, and you talk about not being a writer, but do you, do you know what? To the uninitiated, you're just describing a hundred bits of tarmac, and yes. to, to find the uh, vocabulary to do that is not easy. But you absolutely nailed it. You, you can't really describe a road unless you've ridden it, and you ride these roads. And I used to carry a little dictaphone in my back pocket, and then just splurge out, you know, in, in the panting breath, what it felt like, what, what it, you know, where the gradient changed, how it made the legs feel, the views, and getting it all out fresh, then getting home, making some initial notes. So, you know, it was, it was there almost as it happened. And here's another of my little favorite views. It's one of those spots where I just keep having to stop and take a photo. I know. And you just... So yeah, so you know, I went about marketing it, because I was head of marketing as well as head of design, writing, everything else. Now, I got some flyers printed. I got a Sportif's fly everyone's windscreen wiper in the car park, which is as annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah. oh, who put that on my windscreen? <laughs> but the idea was get that ball rolling. Yeah. Get as much coverage. I'd still have good friends at Cycling Weekly, so I got some coverage there. And yeah, the more people know about it, the more people get to know about it, then it, it spreads. So the thing is, I used to have a day job, which paid all the bills. Yeah. Now this... This has to pay all the bills as well. So yeah, how did you build up to that? Because following on from the first tome were several others in quick succession. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we wasted a year. And then it was like, this is done really well. I'll make volume two. So I made another 100 great cycling climbs. How did you decide on those? Uh, Same as the first. Right, ever since the first one, people have always fired hills at me. Oh, why didn't you put this in, etc. So I've always kept a file of those. Those ones that didn't make it in, often because of their proximity to, to others who wanted to keep the spread. There's a couple I kept back, exactly for the reason of having a sequel. Yeah. You know, don't give all your lines away in the first film. <laughs> and then, you know, soon it was harder to compile the next 100, but it was easily done. And then after that, the next year we did Belgium. But there aren't 100 climbs there. I just did 50. Yeah. Um, Not bad for a flat country, yeah. essentially. So 50 uh, around Flanders, all from the yeah, Tour of Flanders, 
and yeah, those famous races, and then 50 in Wallonia from the age Russell the age. Because it fitted the template. They're all short little roads. Yeah. I can just get my pocket camera. I love Belgium. And they weren't, the family weren't that excited about holidays to Belgium, but <laughs> I think they got to like it. <laughs> Morning. Morning. 15Ks done and already approaching 500 metres climb. <laughs> this is Alpine. Oh. Not woken up and yet. And a headwind. And a headwind. Welcome to Yorkshire. We're still yeah. in Yorkshire here. Uh, no, we're in Derbyshire. No, we're in Yorkshire. You can tell by the road surface. Is it better? But yes, it is better. You wait till we get to Derbyshire. Okay. Oh, hang on. Yeah. So here's the Derbyshire border. And yes, you're right, the road literally yeah. goes from smooth to... Yeah, grab Yeah. But look at that. Beautiful. I mean, the first, first two days after being here, I just stood here and just looked at that. Am I going to miss London? No. The Tour of France was coming. Yeah, 2014, yeah. Yorkshire, yeah. So it was early 2013. I said to a publisher, look, we need to, need to do a little, a little mini guide to the clients they're going to use. A mini one. <laughs> and it, you know, the, the clients they're going to use in Britain. And he said, well, why don't you go and do all the clients of the Tour of France? I said, because they're in France. <laughs> and it'll, it'll cost me about five grand to do it. And he says, well, what if we gave you the money? And um, luckily, I'd done a few. So before, I'd been you know, out doing Cours Cheval, Galibier. And documented them already. Uh, you, well, well, not documented them, but written them. Yeah, enough to in, know them. Yeah, enough to know what to say about them. What was the biggest day you've had in documenting for the book? Uh, the date finished the Superband, yeah. I don't know how many I'd done before. I've lost track of which I did which days. But the fog was coming in. The thing with these mountains is a lot of them, they have kilometre to go markers. So you know exactly what's left. It's like, all right, 10K to go. Nine, okay, and then you start playing mental games. Uh, you know, nine, that's okay, I can do that. Well, less, that's less than 10. And then I, I always had this thing when I got to four, think, okay, that's a, that's a pursuit, team pursuit. You know, there's a bunch of guys out there, I do this in four minutes. That's all it is. Because, you know, you have to keep the mind going. But on Superband, yeah, there, was, there weren't any, and it was cloudy. I, I hadn't made a mental note of how far it was. I didn't know where the top was, and yeah, I just lost my head. It was, it was horrible, but the next day, I was flying. I got two top tens on Strava. Does that still drive you? Does that still Strava, motivate you? Strava, of course. Yeah. I think it's been the greatest motivator I've ever had. But are you racing other people or is it really just testing yourself yeah exactly it gives a, it's a it's about creating a focus for each ride i mean i'm not i'm not as well versed around here yet but but back riding into essex out of Walthamstow, i knew every road i knew if the wind was doing whatever it was doing what to attack on what day and you say right i've got an hour and a half i only go there Attack that segment, that's the whole focus of the ride, and then come home. Maybe pick another one up. And it also, it made, I went somewhere different every day. And with this, soon I'll you know, start to see some that may be within reach. And Strava is a great marketing tool. Oh gosh, People it's great. see what I'm doing. 
you know, I have to, to a certain extent, start to believe in the cult of me now. And then you smile on Instagram. Yeah. Make it all look easy. It's always sunny. <laughs> but look, when we were growing up, pros were the racers. But now, I mean, you're a pro cyclist, but in a different way, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're making your, your life out of it. Okay, yeah, right. Well, that's what I keep telling myself. This I one never... deserves an attack, so I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one... Is that the top? No. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not an attack then. Look at the sun coming towards yeah, us. There we go. The clouds move in the sun. We're going to meet the sunshine any second. Keeps going. Yeah, sorry, I've had enough. That was a silly idea. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh. Yeah, I never had the talent to be a pro cyclist, but I guess I've, I've engineered it my own way. And if you can make your living from pedalling, you've just got it sorted. Oh, doing what you love. Once you've started with the climbs and Britain and Belgium and France, then you start to see, I hate to say it, a few gaps in your palmares. Yeah. So, where's next? Italy. Now, I've been, I've been chipping away at Italy. <laughs> we like to go on holiday to Italy. Um, and after making the Tour de France book, we, we have been going on proper holidays. Um, but I always take the bike. Yeah. I always drive, always drive south, stop off, board glass on, smash it up outdoors, back in the car, drive to Tuscany, a couple of weeks in the sun week in the sun uh, and then on the way home ride another couple of mountains just you know keep my hand in so each time we go I'll disappear for a day or two tick a couple of mountains off um, some of the big ones in Tuscany and a bit further south Umbria um, and that, if you're doing them for fun now do you still automatically 
write their little diary at the oh, end yeah, of the day. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it is work. It's research. So take the yeah. pictures. Yeah. Take some notes and doing Italy is a bit is a bit of a, a bigger um, prospect than doing France because it's that bit further away um, a bit more spread out I they suppose. are a bit more spread out they're not as contained you haven't got this Pyrenees out so they're all over I mean two weeks ago we just returned from a, a trip to Naples and Sicily so I've ticked off the ones I need to do I mean the gyro goes up Etna today and I was there a couple of weeks ago yeah and that's an amazing place we still haven't nailed down a publisher you're kidding. You can always self-publish, of course. Can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> My loss full of water bottles. I don't want to fill it with books as well. <laughs> so you head straight on to Casterton and up with it. Well, this takes you round the back through Edel to Barber's booth, or Barber booth, and then up Man Nick, which is the slightly gentler way up to the same sort of point. And the point is called Man Tour, right? Yes which I mistakenly called it in the first book, because Mantor is the mountain, Man Nick is the, the nick in the hillside where the road finishes. Oh, like a pass? Yes. Okay. And did you get uh, told off I, I did get told off. Uh, and we, we hastily corrected it in the next reprint. So Italy is in the offing? It's easy in the offing, so yeah. What I about Spain to... or anywhere like that? Spain, I mean, you, you, yeah, economics do come into a part of it. Is, is it... Will it ever recoup the money you spend on making it? Um, well, because of the interest in the country and its racing. Yes, do enough people go to Spain to ride? Yeah. I mean, I have, I've, I have a few ideas. I, I really need to do Ireland um, and the trading islands. So, Mallorca, Tenerife. Yes. Wrap all those Spanish islands into one. And, and you've, written, you've I imagine you've ridden most of them already, though, right? Never, never taken a bike to Mallorca. You've never done Mallorca? No. The only thing I've done in Mallorca is drink cocktails out of uh, coconuts. I am uh, going on Sunday for about the sixth time riding. OK. okay maybe I should do the climb yeah, yeah, to yeah, Mallorca. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know how to set it here. Oh, my God. I'd love, well, to see, I'd love to see you going up Sacalobra, Simon. I'd love to go up there. Yeah. I'd never justify the training camp. I mean, to me... Yeah, if, if there's money for holidays, it's to take the family. I couldn't say to my wife, look, I'm just going to Mallorca to ride my bike with my mates. Sorry, you're not going on holiday. So that I've just never been, and I'm not a pro, so I don't need to go to training camp. I'm not that vain that I need a suntan. You're blowing all my excuses out of yeah, the water yeah. now. So, there's a big market for it. Maybe, you know, when the kids are older. And what about dream climbs? Where would you love to climb? Would, you, would it be like Hawaii and that huge... Yeah, yeah there's that huge one. Oh, there's that one in Taiwan, isn't there? Yeah, that's just 40k up. Yeah, well, it's 100k in Taiwan. Is it? Yeah, the Taiwan Hill Climb Challenge is 100k from bottom to top. You can have that for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Because inevitably it's going to lead to the best hundred climbs in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. We've, we've got a couple of big climbs coming up. Yeah, I'm anticipating those. Mount Nick is one of the most beautiful roads in the whole of Britain. Is it one of your favourites? Oh, it's easily one of my favourites. It's tough. It's got a horrible road surface like this at the moment. Unfortunately, they, they laid down a beautiful smooth surface last winter. And then about a, 
a month later, just covered it in a chip and seal and wrecked yeah. it. Why did they do that? Why can't we have European yeah. pitch black tarmac? Well, that's what hazes me, sir. You go to the Col de Bonnet, you know, not even plants can grow up there. But you, you've got a strip of tarmac that's as smooth as a bowling alley. That's, <laughs> uh, you know, about 2,500 metres up. And they can build it up there, but we can't down here. Build it and maintain it? Yes. That's the problem, is it? I mean, there was, a, uh, there was a story around a couple of weeks ago. A guy rode into a pothole in, yeah. I think it was Hertfordshire or somewhere in the home counties. Broke his back. I mean, someone always told me that never ride into water if you can't see the bottom. Oh, absolutely not. But we're in one of the wealthiest countries in the world, yeah. and the road surfaces are embarrassing. I mean, forget your chassis and your, your rims on your car. What yeah. about the lives of us yeah. cycling around yeah, keeping money's fit? always... doesn't seem to be money for anything anymore, does there, for some reason? No, not really. It's just, we must just be going somewhere. Do. All we've got left is 200 amazing climbs. Yeah. Well, 545 if you buy the box set. I'm no? sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. So let's, just, let's just spell that out again. How many climbs total have you documented? Well, total, I've got, yeah. Uh, I think 695 have gone down on paper. So that's 545 in Britain, 100 in France and 50 in Belgium. So, yeah, so quite a few. And the other challenge has been to find a USP, a, a unique selling point yes. for each individual stretch of what is just a piece of tarmac that starts at the bottom, not always tarmac, and ends at the top of a hill. Right, here we go. Change down. This is Mam Nick, is it? Yeah. It looks horrible. It is, really. I'm still eating. <laughs> well, I'll let you finish your bar. <laughs> Yes, we got close to a thousand metres already. Still got three big climbs to come. It's not been an easy morning, that's for no. sure. Problem is, when I see a cyclist ahead. Yeah, just want to chase them. Yeah. Go past and don't look back. Yeah. And then realise you went too deep when you're passing them. You've got yourselves <laughs> in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't back down. But now we've got the window backs. Oh, it should be easy then. That is a good tailwind. So I taught me through the rest of it. Well, you've got a little dip. You can see the road snake away in front of you. It's a horrible surface, but because it's temporary, it has ripped up in places. And underneath, you've got the smooth surface. You want to search that out, so it makes a real difference to your speed. Temptation is to get out of the saddle and push it. Got a long way from the top, that. It's about 16% the rest of the way. Ah, oh, the sun's coming out. You'll see how beautiful it is around this corner. I can't look up. There's the Edel Valley. Solid 16% here. 
This tailwind's helping. But try not to go deep. Still got a few sprockets left. Oh, God, he's good. Those hills you've got to take pictures. Are you loving this? You like this mat? Hard. Hard ass. You know it's a tough day when 9% feels like a rest. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at it though. It's rolling stunning. hillsides. Just spectacular. This isn't rolling, this is a wall. Yeah. A classic, I came out with a mate who came to visit from London April the 1st. Took him at Winnets. He was dying. <laughs> looked like his legs were going to snap. Told him he had an extra sprocket. He looked down, he didn't have one. And uh, he swore quite a lot. I've been looking twice for that extra yeah. one. Still got to get you to ride Catherine Beck Hill climbs. <laughs> nah. And you know the real meaning of pain. <laughs> well, I can invite you up to a few round here. Give me a couple of years to lose a yeah. couple of stones. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm going so well. Not the beer I've been drinking the last few weeks. <laughs> Stress of moving took its toll. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Subconsciously. Well, yeah, I never really drink much in the weeks. It's the first thing I do after. A day of unpacking is just yeah. beers collapse. Decompress. Is that the top? Yeah. Drop down a gear. Time trial it up. Sprint. Maybe for you. Here he goes. Putting the power down. Oh, he's not going to let me beat him. If only I could wheelie. I think this is a photo op, don't you? Well, if you download the 100 Climbs app, you can take that one off, Matt. I've got the app. There you go. And the second 100. Are you proud that you've made your name with that? That's your life's oh God, work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's my epitaph. You know, I may, not, I may not get a statue in Trafalgar Square, but I've given back something to cycling, which is, you know, without standing too corny, cycling has given so much to me, and now I've, uh, I've given something back, and... It's, you know, little kids have stopped me for my autograph. And yeah, it's all a bit weird, but it's, it's great. And it's, I, li I like the debate. You know, I've got Eroka coming up in a few weeks. I know I'm going to have three days of talking to people, arguing the toss about this and that. You should have given that six when it's only a three. I, I love all that. I love finding new roads and people show me new ones. And I wish I could pronounce the Welsh ones better. <laughs> Well, Simon, regardless, you've made your mark. Yes, I've made my bed. And not just, not just in cycling, other people can pick up these books and enjoy the effort that it took. But for now, thanks for uh, riding with me on your home roads. No worries.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 